Hi, I'm James Schellinglaw here at Virtuoso Travel Week, and I'm here right now with uh, Stephen Arthur, who's the director of leisure sales for Timbers Resorts. And we're going to talk to him not necessarily all about Timbers Resorts, although I am curious about uh, the company, but we're going to talk to him about what's happened to sort of hotel policies post-pandemic and where we're heading, you know, because obviously there's a lot of controversy about certain things that, that were created during pandemic and now we're post-pandemic. Are we to a new normal? Uh, we don't know yet. But we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more on Insider Travel Report. Now, Stephen, first of all, great to see you here. It's nice. been a great show. It's been busy. We're in that that <laughs> we're saying we're in that Wednesday where we're kind of like ready to drop. We got yes. one more day left. But first of all, tell us a little bit about uh, Timbers Resorts. What the company is? Okay, sure. Uh, Timbers Resorts started in 1999 uh, as a private residence club company. Uh, we're not traditional hotels. We are private residences. Okay. Uh, you know, multi-bedroom, think condo style, or even villas and farmhouses. Uh, and previously, used to have to own a real estate interest to participate in the residence club. That's no longer the case. Uh, as our owners have these as their second, third, or even sometimes fourth home, obviously they're not using it all the time. So they turn over the unused inventory to my team and we rent it out as if it were a hotel. And, and actually travel advisors can book these accommodations, right? Absolutely. We're bookable through That's G why you're here, right? That's <laughs> why I'm here. Yeah, we're bookable through GDS uh, you, or our website, or we have a call center on staff seven days a week. Well, let, let's get to this other question because, uh, you know, you've seen what's going on with hotels and now you said private residences as well, but what is going on with policies these days? How, how flexible, inflexible are holes, hotels today compared to maybe what they were during the pandemic? Um, we, depending on the, on the property, but in general, we have returned to pretty much pre-pandemic uh, cancellation policies. So, for example, our, our property in Kauai um, is at a 21-day cancellation policy, except for festive, it's farther out, it's at 90 days. Okay, so you have, that's all the same, and so, yeah. what, and then for a cancellation, what is an acceptable reason these days uh, to, to cancel on this, and what, what is the window? Uh, we do take that on a case-by-case -case basis. Um, we recently, uh, a, a, a guest had a, a rather severe illness uh, and we were accommodating. Uh, what we'll try and do is, is push the reservation to a later date because we still want the guests to be able to enjoy our resorts. Uh, but if it's not going to happen, then we're going to take it by on a case-by-case -case basis. But this is when I say we highly recommend travel insurance. Yeah, well, we're going to talk about it for a second, but of course, is if I say, I got to call you up, I said, I have COVID, I can't come. What happened? Uh, COVID used to be uh, an acceptable, you know, no, no questions asked uh, excuse. Um, we, again, take this on a case-by-case -case basis. It all, it, it all depends. Yeah, well, because of course, these days, and I, I honestly think there's actually a few people who are getting COVID again now these days, but uh, it, for a while there, it was like that was the greatest excuse for any, any cancellation why I can't do I, I got I got COVID. Correct. Uh, which, you know, you can't really verify it. And if they tell you have COVID, you're not going to say you question it. But these days, I guess you got to look at it a little bit. Yeah. If there are government restrictions in place, then obviously we're very forgiving uh, with cancellation. If there are no travel restrictions in place that's um, uh, um, installed by the local government, uh, then then we again, take it on a, on a case by case. And then basis. Can they get their deposits back in those cases, too? Uh, some cases, yes. Some cases. Now, you mentioned travel insurance. Why is that so important these days? Uh, because again, you just never know uh, between again between COVID, between weather, uh, messing up flights. Uh, you know, you 
like take a cruise ship for example you miss your flight you miss your cruise so it, 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 it's all being affected by by so many different factors these days that uh, if you're gonna spend you know the kind of money that that people are spending on vacations these days it's just makes sense to protect it with an insurance policy well you just got a great endorsement for some of our other friends yeah. in the travel insurance <laughs> company uh, uh, area we, we we know them uh, and I do think that COVID the whole pandemic period really highlighted the importance of travel insurance yes absolutely absolutely and you got to make sure though when you're signing that policy that everything is it, the, the, all the terms are in there well that's also the, the cancel for any reason the right. COFAR uh, which is the, the highest level you can get and it's important to get that kind of insurance right 100 percent yeah now, uh, there's another uh, trend uh, we saw during COVID that evolved as people started obviously working from home mm -hmm. and then they were working on vacation when they finally could go on vacation. Mm -hmm. What's happened to that trend? I mean, are, are, are you saying more people are not working, not, not as many people are working from home anymore uh, or they got policies for their own companies where they're supposed to be in the office? Um, during pandemic and it, you know the, the months and, and really year afterwards, we did see a lot of people working from our resorts because it wasn't yeah. You know, if you can work from home, you can work from from one of our resorts as well. Um, the trend is kind of of uh, waning a little bit um, as people are starting to return back into the office. We're seeing less and less of that, um, and kind of returning to more of a normal vacation use of our resorts. So it's vacation use. Well, you see, in my case, I, I work from the resorts. So no matter what, it's my job. It's my job. I, I have to work from the resorts or the cruise ships or the tours, whatever. And I'm, I'm never home, actually. And we don't have an office anyway. We all work from home. So it, it, it's interesting how that's this can. Now, uh, do, do you think that sort of maybe does that mean digital nomadism, which we all kind of race to do, is maybe a, a dying trend or is that still going to happen? Uh, from what I've personally seen, uh, more people are being expected to return to the office. Right, right. Um, like in, in my business, I'm in, I'm in leisure sales. There's nothing like a face-to-face -face meeting. So, you know, I, I, we're returning to the office. Uh, I think everyone's over Zoom calls <laughs> at this point. Yeah, so, no, uh, Although I was telling you, I was talking to uh, the, the director of uh, ProColumbia and he said, they just put in a new digital nomad policy where you can go of a visa for two years. And I said, that actually sounds pretty good. Right? Yeah. yeah, that would be good. In Colombia there, I just have to learn Spanish, but that's it. Now, now let's talk about something else that um, developed. The, do, you, do you think that the trend where during COVID people wanted larger private accommodations, somewhat like what you offer, is, is that continuing that trend? Or And a lot of people went to Airbnbs, I'll admit, even though travel agents can't sell them, I stayed in Airbnb to shelter for a while. But what's the trend in terms of longer term accommodations? Um, yeah, absolutely. That is one of the, the lasting lessons that we've learned coming out of COVID, uh, out of the lockdown, uh, is that uh, instead of being in a traditional hotel, it's like it, if a multi-generation family is coming and booking several hotels, you still have to go out into a public hallway. You still have to, you know, it's you have to use a public space. Uh, with our model, we, it's proven to be very popular because these are residences. Right. So uh, you've got multiple bedrooms, shared living quarters, so your family is sharing uh, the living quarters together, not necessarily with the public. Uh, we, all of our residents residences have uh, full kitchens. So there are still some people who are a little wary of going into a crowded restaurant. Sure. Uh, so we give you the option of hiring a chef to come into your, your residence, or you can cook yourself, uh, you know, however you would like to do it. But yeah, the, uh, the, the trend of, of uh, taking a residence instead of, you know, in addition to 
uh, the option of a traditional hotel is is definitely sticking around. That's good because I know, and you know, that's uh, I mean, and, and, and to be honest with you, in many cases, not everybody thinks COVID is over. We're walking around here, and a lot of people are still wearing masks. Which you know, I'm saying to myself, maybe that isn't such a bad trend. Although I, I mean, I kind of got away from it, and and I, but because I, I, I I've had a couple interviews where people didn't uh, show up this time because they had COVID. So, you know, I mean, it is a lighter grade of COVID in, in that sense, but they're still not feeling well and they could still pass it on, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, and always be careful. Just wash your hands. And, and <laughs> yeah, that's true. So, like, we're going to go wash our hands later. Although exactly. I got to tell you, I've been on cruise ships lately and they have all the sinks and everything else at the dining centers. Nobody's using them. So it's really <laughs> weird how it's changed. They used to have a, a person saying, washy, washy, you know, like this, and it's all gone there. The, the, the facilities are still there. You can still do that, but a lot of people don't, unfortunately. Yeah. It's, just, it's too bad because that also prevents other diseases. I mean, one thing, mm -hmm. I, I did get COVID, but I didn't get anything else. <laughs> yeah. I, I was lucky to escape. I, I did not get COVID the entire uh, time. Um, so I was where, one of the where, lucky where, ones. Where are you based? Uh, I'm based in Winter Park, Florida. Oh, I know it very well. Yeah. So um, anyway, there's another trend, I think, you know, that uh, sort of started to anger the public a little bit is resort fees. Um, what do you think is happening there? Almost every hotel I know, has, even their city hotels, they're not resorts, has put in a resort fee at some point that's mandatory. Uh, is this a trend? We're going to see this for forevermore? Or is, and what is maybe the benefit of a resort fee where you actually get some value from it? Um, so our resorts do charge either a resort fee or a service fee. Um, but yes, it does pay for a lot of amenities. It pays for uh, Wi-Fi, use of different facilities. Um, as uh, Go back to our Kauai property, we do charge a service fee there, uh, but some scheduled resort activities are included. Um, complimentary use of our, our bicycles through our 17 miles of hiking and biking trails is included. Uh, Wi-Fi, housekeeping. See, you mentioned Airbnb earlier. Yeah. They charge a service fee, right. uh, but they will give you your keys and then leave you alone for the whole week. When you stay at a Timbers resort, it's a fully serviced resort. Okay. So even though there is a service fee, you're actually getting service throughout the entire week. There's a concierge, there's daily housekeeping, security, front desk. You check in as if it's a hotel, yeah. but you have the space and privacy of a residence. Now, why just not include that in the rate? Um, good question. Um, it is in, it actually, in some of our resorts, it is included in the rate. Okay. It's, it, it, is, uh, it is buried in there. I, I think I personally, as a consumer, would like to see it separate because I just I believe in transparency right. on everything that, that uh, that's going into what we're paying. I guess it, for me it started when I started seeing resort fees in city hotels and you're trying to well what am I getting there yeah. and th these days you know they say well you get the internet I said well these days everybody wants the internet for free anyway exactly. so but I, I'm glad that there you know some there has to be some justification I know there's has to be more transparency even the uh, American Hotel and Lodging Association has come out to support transparency in resort fees so Oh, absolutely. I completely agree with that. I think the consumer should know exactly what they're paying for um, all at all times. Now, do you think we're, we've gotten through that, that, that pandemic period and now we're in whatever passes for the new normal in terms of accommodations? Um, I do think that uh, the new normal includes uh, a, a few changes. Um, I think that people are, are used to. I think that, um, you know, with staffing issues uh, coming out of the pandemic, I think people are a little more understanding when uh, there's delays or waits. Sure. Um, I think people understand that with uh, you know with the disruption supply chain, that a lot of the things that they're used to might not be might not be uh, available. 
Uh, and I do think that people are kind of a little a little bit more understanding about sure. that. Um, I, I'm hoping we're getting back to a, a, a more prosperous normal, not necessarily a new normal. Well, certainly in the last few, you know, this year and next looking at next year and even last year were tremendous years for travel. Oh, yeah. uh, and every almost straining the gills at a time when, as you mentioned, there have been staffing issues in hotels and other places uh, within travel, but people are back on the road. There may have been a slight dip in a little bit occasionally, but I think, you know, people are, it's not revenge travel so much anymore, right. uh, but it, they really want to get back to whatever, you know, what they did in the past. And it turns out what they did in the past, we're doing even more of it because most of the numbers I see are well above 2019, which was the last sort of measurable year, right? Yes, absolutely. We're definitely seeing now, like you said, last year was a gangbusters year which across. Was, I didn't. No one expected that one to no. be that easy there quickly, right? No, no. It, it, it was it was gangbusters across the board, and we are kind of seeing a little ebb from that, yeah. um, mostly because there are more options now. Right. Um, last year we saw a big boom at our at our Kauai property because that was your warm weather option. Um, the Caribbean still had a lot of restrictions on it. Europe was had a lot of restrictions on it. Asia was completely closed. Yeah. Cruise ships, people were still a little wary about them. So now, but now that's all subsiding. All right. So there are more options, um, which is I think a little bit of what we see as the ebb. So people are still traveling. It's just that they're going more places yeah. from what I'm seeing. Well, I think you're absolutely right. Now, uh, for those who want to, uh, uh, we go out to 123,000 travel advisors and they may want to find out more about your company. Where can they go on your website to learn more about uh, Timbers? Uh, yeah, online we're at timbersresorts.com. Uh, you'll see all of our available uh, rental properties uh, as well as some of the other things in our portfolio that are available for real estate sales uh, that are not necessarily rentable as a hotel. Fantastic. Well, Stephen, great to see you here. Hope it's been a good show for you. Uh, we are getting a little tired because it's, it's getting to the end. I got one more day, uh, but it is an amazing show to come back. I think it's bigger than it was last year, and it's it's back to about 5,000. Uh, and there are a lot of great people like Stephen uh, here coming and a lot of great travel advisors. Great to see you, and thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.